Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen. And really relax and enjoy today's episode. I am back in the studio. So I'm not recording from a shaky mic on the bed like last week. And I have Amanda Barker here with me. What do you know? Here I am. Thank you for joining me here in the studio to record uh, this episode. It's nice and clean. It feels like a fresh start today. Yeah, I really um, took charge today, mm-hmm. and I mopped the inside of the studio. Oh, wow. And I really took care of a lot of the cables and really sort of reroute everything. And I have some shelves that came in that I'm going to put here, oh. including one shelf right here, which will be at arm length so I can put a drink on it. That's exciting. It's very exciting. I didn't know though about the shelves. They just came. I saw an email that I had ordered some things. That's right, because I use your account to order things. <laughs> and I thought, okay, whatever. Speaking of which, something I ordered for you has come in. Oh, a present? Well, I don't know if I'd call it a present, but something that will hopefully make your life easier. Oh, what could this be? Okay, so... Is this a present like my sister's present to my brother? No, and I think we should stop. <laughs> we should stop saying things about your sister because she listens to this program. She does? I think she does, yeah. Okay. And she's going to start to feel like we're <laughs> putting the microscope on her, which we're not. Okay. Okay. And and she's a great guest, so I want to have her back on the, on the podcast, and I don't want her not to come on the podcast because you're deciding to do a little squabble with her. I'm not deciding to do a squabble with her or with anyone. Okay. Maybe this is a squabble. Maybe this is the squabble episode. So, what, what I got you. What am I getting that I didn't ask for? So, it is a round circle of metal okay. that will hold your blow dryer under the sink. Oh, okay. So, you kind of put it in there like you put the nozzle part of the, of the hair dryer into that hole and it holds it up. Is this for the uh, the hair dryer for our guests, for the one upstairs? For the one upstairs, for yours. I'm going to see how it works and then oh. if you want a second one, I'll get you a second one for the other bathroom. No, because my hair dryer is not the kind that has a nozzle. That's why I'm asking. You have a nozzle. I do have the one. I don't use that one, but that oh, one is upstairs. I mean, I have it if I ever need it in the... Okay. This is just going to sound entitled in the upstairs in our ensuite. Yes. But I don't really... 
I mean, you haven't seen me use that one probably What's ever. the hair dryer you use then? I use a big, huge, flat one that's a brush. Oh, why do you use that one? That your mother got me because Okay. It because your mother knows hair. Right. Because she cut hair for years. Mm-hmm. And it's flat, and it dries my hair really quickly. And really, I don't need a straightener or anything. It's It, it dries it really stra- straight, which I don't always like, but it dries it really straight and really flat. And really quickly, like because it's huge, so it gets a lot of hair in the brush part. Right. At, so it brushes it as it blow dries it. Okay. So I don't need a separate brush and blow dryer because that's just too fussy for me. And that one you have in a little drawer, right? So it yeah. doesn't it doesn't need that. No, it doesn't need okay. that. But I was putting away things under the sink under our in oh, that room, okay. and I just saw that it was kind of taking up space and kind yeah, of in the way. Fair. Okay. So I was like, if I hang it up mm-hmm. under the sink. That under that sink needs some organization. So yeah. I think anything we can do to do that. I I don't use it much, so I kinda have let it go. No, it's it's fine. I was I was organizing it just the other day. I have a question for you. Sure. Since we're talking about home organization, mm-hmm. I didn't know what we were talking about today, but um, our dear friend Michelle Miracle um, who's been a guest on this program? Not often enough. She's setting up a studio in her, in her home yes. in Santa Clarita, California. So we'll mm-hmm. have her on. So she and I were talking today, and because she has a new home in Santa Clarita, she's been taking great, great effort to you know to paint it, organize it, to get it to where she wants it to be, where they want it to be. And so she's been putting up a lot of framed photos of people. And we used to have a few framed photos of people, but I don't really have any up. And since we got our house painted, which is now two years ago, (laughs) I haven't put anything back up again. I enjoyed the blank walls so much, I just left them. Well, they do say when you paint the walls, you should let it cure. Well, I think two years. I mean, it was it was honestly it was the summer of 2019. Okay, so I think we're good. Okay, so the walls are definitely cured. <laughs> but I don't really like putting up hate pictures of people. I realized for the most part, I will, but I don't. It's not something I kind of strive to do. Okay, I find I don't really want pictures of people up. Art, yes. Objects, yes. But not pictures of people that we know that we is it because you just don't like people's faces i think for me it it just there's a lot of narratives there and i think i just prefer at this point in my life a blank wall i see i I don't know what that says about me what do you prefer hmm that's a good question well first i guess it begs the question did we make it on michelle miracle's wall yeah we're all over the place oh are we and she's like you better have pictures up of me and i'm like i don't Oh, my goodness. I don't have pictures up of anyone, though. Really? Do no, we? it's true. We do have a picture of us up. Where? Near the blue couch. I mean, no one. That's like a forgotten corner. Well, it's still a corner. <laughs> the blue couch. Okay. I, I made a gesture with my head kind of pointing to I where mean, the blue couch one, is. And I don't know that, that that one went up haphazardly. So. I still like that photo. Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess we could put pictures of people. I think one of the reasons why we don't have pictures of people is that we had a lot of pictures of people mm-hmm. on the stairwell yeah. going upstairs. We used to, and they yeah. were they were kind of 
mismatched, haphazard. Oh, but that's the look, Marco. Like you want. Like, I mean, we had your wall. we had your sister's graduation picture up there. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. My in sister's that, graduation in that plasticky yellow. That frame. was never up. We have that, but that was not hanging. Well, if we're going to hang something, I want to hang your sister's graduation picture. Can I tell you something that my sister owns? I think she still owns it. Speaking of pictures, she had a boyfriend Uh who had a velvet. (laughs) She had a boyfriend who commissioned a painting for her of her of her high school graduation cap and gown photo in velvet. I think that's cool. It is. It doesn't really look like her. It's weird. I don't know where it is now. Oh, but. man. I swear, <laughs> if your sister's listening, if I could get that, I would put it on the wall with a light. You know how people put light on their art so you yeah. can really see it? I would put a feature a, wall. I would do a black light. A gown, gown velvet painting. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. She did not stay with that gentleman suitor. <laughs> I think that's a great gift. Where yeah. does one even get someone to paint on on well, blue velvet? He was stationed in Korea. He was an army guy. He was okay. stationed in Korea at the time, so that's where he did it. Oh wow! Yeah, I, think that's I also lived in Korea, and I did not commission any velvet paintings while I was there. Well, you know what I want for my birthday now. Okay. We do have some art that we need to get on the wall. I think I, we I start know. with art and then we move to I, pictures of no, people. No, I think we start and end with art. That's how I'm feeling these days. And honestly, our bedroom, I've said this before in the program, I've just made it as, I've just painted everything white and left it at that. Well, there is photos of you and your sister since we're, oh, we're yeah. really dropping your sister when you I were know, kids. I just turned it into... My sister. We should just talk about my sister now. Well, listen. Uh, what, what, what does that mean? No, well, I, listen. <laughs> She's an accomplished artist. She's a PhD. Oh no, student. I, don't get me wrong. No, I, I, I meant, love. I love I your meant sister in a good way. I okay. mean, in a deep Squabbly. dive of my. <laughs> yeah, there's a picture of us. Yeah. As kids, brushing your teeth. Yes. That we put in our bathroom. So it's a really cute photo of you two. Uh, taken by our babysitter, who sent me, out of the blue two years ago, beautiful black and white photos of myself as a as a three- and four-year-old that I had never seen before. Maybe we frame those and we put those I up. I wouldn't mind having those up, just because they're pictures I don't even know. So I'd like to, at the very least, look at them again. Um, we did have friends who were house-sitting for us. Yeah. And what they did on that... I don't know if you could call it a gallery wall, but it was our our stairwell wall. So as you walked I up mean, the stairs. I mean, there were a lot of pictures and frames. I think it was a gallery wall. I don't know how good the gallery it was. Wasn't Maybe a, a free gallery. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> free on Sundays. They took a photo of them on Santa's lap and put it in a in a frame and hung it on our gallery wall for us to discover. Well, when they we did came another up. photo of them that wasn't that was like them by the Christmas tree with like funny hats on and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and they put that on the wall. As they well. did. They made a lot of little surprises for us <laughs> when we came home. Do you remember? They remember I had, I had Holly Berry. They they were house sitting over Christmas or or checking in on our house, I should say, over Christmas, and I had Holly Berry hand soap, like a Christmas themed hand soap. Yes. And they they changed it very very delicately to Halle Berry hand soap. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Do you remember? So. Our friend Dale, who's been on the, on the podcast, mm. 
um, her parents live in a little town called Schaumburg. Mm-hmm. And we went over their house for some festivity that I don't remember, and I'm sure you'll recall it. And we had this little little porcelain mm-hmm. figure, like yeah. the size of your thumb. Of uh, What was it of? It was... Um, I don't remember what it was of. It was a little man, I think. Fishing, a little man city. (laughs) Where did we get it? I don't know. It was one of these things we acquired that we had that was always kind of bouncing around, and we didn't want to get rid of it because it was porcelain, but we didn't like it either. So I brought it to their parents' house, and I sneakily hung it in their (laughs) laundry room on the top shelf that, like, on the, the, what do you call it, the the cupboard yeah. that you have in a laundry room, but like on top of it, so yeah. it was really hard. But he was kind of peeking over, and it took them like two weeks, but they found they it. They found and, it. And they called their daughter and said, Dale, do you know anything about this little porcelain thing? And <laughs> of course, she, she ratted us out. And it tchotchka. was. And it do you was, say tchotchka or tchotchki? I don't say either. Oh, okay. I don't really say that. I say, I just say a little knickknacks is what I say. Okay. Do you like knickknacks? No, I really don't. You know I don't. And yet? And yet I have a lot of them. You have Maybe a lot. that's why I don't love them. But I, but when was the last time I bought a knickknack ever? Hmm. I don't buy them, but I you seem bu- to acquire them all the same. You brought a lot of macrame things to hang on walls. I consider those knickknacks. I bought two because that's a design choice because okay. macrame on walls. I was doing a boho shabby chic thing for and, our office. And if you're curious about that, we have an episode where we discuss the boho shabby chic so you can listen to that. <laughs> it feels like we're squabbling and we really are. You love that word squabbling. It's a great word. I wonder if squab is the root of squabbling, like you know two what, uh, pigeons kind of cackling at each other. Two tasty pigeons. Oh, gross. Well, because a squab is is what you call a pigeon when it's when it's Cooked. prepared. For yeah. Food. yeah. Do you like pigeon? Um, it's not my favorite fowl. If I was to rank my favorite fowls, hmm. it would be low on the list. I think. Well, that's an episode. Marco's favorite fowls. You know what? I'll have that for the patrons, so that'll Marcus be an episode. favorite. <laughs> I'll have to research, research that. Um, yeah, we'll do a Marco's favorite fowl episode. You like pheasant? Pheasant is wonderful, mm-hmm. but that we'll save that for I Marco's favorite. I think we just favorite. did it. <laughs> no, no. There's there's a whole list of uh, fowl that I I do appreciate. We can do Marco's favorite fowls, and then the companion episode: Marco's favorite murders most fowl. Sure. <laughs> um, I wanted to quoting also, Shakespeare. Yes, I, I got it. Yeah. Um, I I wanted to also tell you that I got you a special keychain. What? Why are you buying a tchotchke? A tchotchke keychain, a little knickknack. I don't chain. need a keychain or a tchotchke, and I certainly don't need them together as one tchotchke <laughs> keychain. Why did you get me a keychain? You'll see when I, when I present it to you, you'll be very happy. Present? Then, well, when I give it to you. What? Do when you I make, have it? It's upstairs. It came with everything what? else. And I bought some T-pins. F- What's uh, a T-pin? A T-pin is a pin that looks like the letter T. Oh, yeah. And I okay. have an example of one right here. Yeah. That's okay. a T-pin. I didn't know what one was until I realized I needed it. Yeah. And so T-pins are what I use here in our studio to hold the acoustic foam What are to they the actually wall. for? Like, what are you... I think they're used a lot in um, 
sewing and uh, fabric. Uh, and where, when you put the foam up, are they like, are there a bunch of holes in the wall? All right. So let me explain my journey of the foam okay. to our listeners. So I have these half-inch acoustic foam tiles. They're about 12 by 12, and they've got um, ridges that go in one direction. And so the ridges that go horizontally would be one tile, and then beneath it I would put them vertically. So it would be horizontal ridges, vertical ridges, as I tile the studio, which would mean the walls. Mm -hmm. I had originally bought command strips I think they're called it's kind of like a double adhesive mm, yeah and I had put them on the wall and I had stuck the adhesive or I had stuck the acoustic foam tiles onto that because I didn't want to use a staple or a nail to put it into the wall unfortunately as strong as I thought that adhesive tape was the tiles started to peel and fall not all of them, but some of them were falling. So I was constantly re, like just putting them on the wall and pressing them to the wall. And I thought that's not a solution. And then I thought I would get spray adhesive and spray the back of the foam and then adhe adhere it to the wall. Mm -hmm. But I thought if I ever had to remove it, what yeah. it would what would happen is little pieces of foam would stick to the wall. And I said that's not a solution. So I sort of went on to different you know, Facebook groups and groups that deal with acoustic rooms and studios. And I asked, well, what is the best way to deal with acoustic foam tiles? And they said T-pins. And I think I even asked, uh, I was taking a class at uh, the community college and I was asking the instructor mm -hmm. and he had su suggested T-pins. So I went to, do you remember there was a fabric store called Fabricland not far from our house? Yeah. Fabricland was going out of business because now that whole mall is being turned into condos. Right. So I had gone in there, and wouldn't you know it, the T-pins were on sale. Oh. So I bought two sizes of T-pins. I believe one was a was a one-inch and a one-and-a-half-inch T-pin. I wish I had bought more because they were super on sale, and I didn't realize. Not that T-pins are expensive, but <laughs> they were super on sale, and you need... When you have acoustic foam tiles, you will always need more T-pins than you think. Wait, where was this fabric land? It was at the Galleria Mall. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right at the end. Right. Near the fitness place. Yep. Okay. Yep. So what you do is you take your foam tile and then you take a T-pin and picture it as a letter T so that the bottom of the T is where the pin goes um, tapers to to a sharp edge and you push it into the foam so it adheres to the wall now you would need drywall in order to do that you can't necessarily do that into concrete it'll just bend the nail right but i realized that if i was to use t-pins on these acoustic foam tiles they're easy to remove mm -hmm. should i have to do work on the wall and like i'm going to be hanging a a shelf here so i'll need to remove a mm -hmm. tile or two but it only leaves a little pin hole right. into the wall right. and that's easy to repair with a little bit of right. that putty so that was my solution to hanging acoustic foam tiles in our studio great yeah so there, to answer my question, yes, there's a bunch of little holes in the wall. There's definitely a bunch of little <laughs> holes, but I can I can 
easily repair that. What you're not going to love is Oh no. I had to paint in between some of the acoustic tiles. Well, listen, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. This is our studio. We built it as such. We built it with a purpose. We didn't build it to also be our cold storage one day. Sure. It was originally going to be a bathroom. Then we realized that we could not do that, so that's why we got a studio. So it's fine. Now, I will explain why I painted between certain tiles for our listeners. Okay. So I was going to be on a news program this is from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, here. They were going to they were a going morning to, program. A morning program because they were gonna interview me about this podcast, the Insomnia Project. And so I set up the studio so that I could do this live interview for this morning show, Good Morning Saskatoon. And and I love our listeners in Saskatchewan and in um Saskatoon in particular, we have some some amazing listeners. We're out dying there. to go to Saskatoon. I've never been. No, me neither. To that province, and I want to go we so go. badly. Well, maybe we go in the fall. Oh, I would love to go in the fall. If you're a listener from Saskatchewan, tell us what what are some great things to do in the fall? Because maybe we'll come out. Maybe we'll do some some episodes out there. But back to my story. So I'm doing Good Morning Saskatoon, and I have a ring light, which is the light that's in the shape of a circle. Um, that diffuses the light onto a person in such in such a manner that it illuminates you proper so that when I was doing this Zoom interview, I would be lit well in a very dark studio. I like they said illuminates you proper. It's very British. Not properly, but proper. That's the way we say it. I my, love it. My, my, my dear listeners in the UK um, will approve, shall we say. Yeah. But what I noticed was... When I did the test the night before to see how it would look, in between all the acoustic foam, because I had adhered it to a white wall, mm-hmm. you could see white all around these foam tiles. And mm-hmm. it looked, let's say, strange. It didn't Not l- proper. It just certainly didn't look proper. So my only solution was to get a paintbrush and paint black in between each acoustic foam tile, sound-absorbing foam mm-hmm. tile, in order for it all to seem like one. And sure as me sitting in front of you, Amanda, the studio looked great. You couldn't see any of that white space. And the interview went off very well. I did have some bug eyes during the interview. I tend to, when when I get excited, I really open my eyes, right, Amanda? Yeah, you do, you do. Um, It just occurred to me that Brits usually say, proper as an adjective that's that's a proper that's a proper wall those are proper tiles you have proper bug eyes <laughs> that kind of thing sure sorry i'm hung up on grammar that's fine <laughs> what's your favorite grammatical rule um well when i think about it late at night about what grammar i will say it's more of a peeve am i allowed to say things that people do sure I really, there is a trend, and and I blame our phones, of people using an apostrophe to pluralize. I see. And it drives me crazy. Give us an example. um, My least favorite is when somebody talks about their home, like on a Christmas card, and it'll say, Merry Christmas from the Joneses, or from the Smiths, or from the Timpanos, and then they put an apostrophe S. Well... 
it would make sense if it was from the tympano's house sure um but really then it would be an s with an apostrophe on the outside of it not on the inside of it the way it tends to be used so that drives me batty yeah but what if it's just a festive apostrophe and so it doesn't indicate. I don't believe in a fest. There's no such thing as a festive apostrophe. Sure, if sure you're there using is. it, there you should never use an apostrophe to pluralize a thing. It drives me crazy. But what if you? We have to. a dear friend who does it all the time, and I work with somebody who does it all the time, and it drives me crazy. And now our phones are doing it for us. I'll tell you who doesn't do it all the time. Your sister. My sister. Yeah. <laughs> she. She is the real queen with grammar. I am definitely not. You're great with grammar. Mm, she's like great with grammar. I mean, she teaches. She's it. a professor, so yeah. I'm I'm not surprised. But um, I want to also say something about sure. um, it's not quite grammar, but I discovered. You know me; I love idioms and expressions. And, and you're, you and I are different that way, in that you believe in the fluidity of language. It doesn't bother you if. You have a spelling error or something like that. That Those things don't bother you the way they bother me. And no, not at all. I'm sure that's my nitpicky training, you know. For me, a festive apo- apostrophe is always appropriate. <laughs> so if you want to apostrophize. No, no, don't do it. You want to put little Don't say dots. with love from the Barkers and use an apostrophe. Unless it's from the Barkers house, then you can do it. Or from the Barkers home. But from the Barkers, no. But what if the Barkers apostrophe is like... A hollyberry? A hollyberry. A hollyberry? Yeah, a hollyberry. <laughs> All right, before we get to the end of our episode, do you want to hear the proverb that I discovered this week driving in the car with you by total accident? And then we'll try to say mine, which I can never say okay. in Italian. We've said it on the show before. but So we're in the car driving, and Amanda's like... You remember that person that I used to work with who rode a bike that you would talk to? Her name starts with C. <laughs> and I was like, no. I used to talk to a woman who rode a bike to work. She's like, yes, she's blonde. And she rode a bike. Cassidy. You're like, it's a C word. Casey. And I was like, Charmaine, Charlene. No, and you're I like, was like it's, no, no. It's you're like, it's a common C word. It's a cuter name. So I was like. <laughs> than Charmaine. I was saying like. Chilta. I was saying all these outrageous names. And at a certain point, I said, Kukutsa. And you're like, what name is Kukutsa is a woman's name? And it's not. But I just thought it was funny. And I thought <laughs> it would make you laugh. Of course, you didn't laugh. The name was Caitlin, by the way. Okay. But it took me an hour to remember that name. When I see Caitlin, I'm going to call her Kukutsa. <laughs> and for those of you who are like, what is, what is Kukutsa? It's an Italian word for squash. And because zucchinis are in the squash family, sometimes it'll be in reference to zucchini, even though zucchini is an Italian word for that particular type of squash. Because people say courgette, right? Even the French say courgette. And I think Brits say courgette, too. They do, I don't think they say zucchini. Well, we say zucchini, both in Italian and here in Canada, No, I know. I remember when I was in France, and we were trying to figure out how to say it in... They were trying to tell me what courgette was. And finally I went, oh, a zucchini? And they all laughed because I knew the Italian word for it. My goodness. I have a great French story, but we won't have time for it on today's <laughs> episode. Zucchini. But we'll bring, no, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the proverb because I thought it was really funny. So mm. I looked up kakutsa to see, not if it was a woman's name, just to confirm what kakutsa mm. meant. Mm-hmm. And I found this pro- proverb, which is a Sicilian proverb. 
and um, I'll just I'll say it in I'll say it in the in the mm-hmm. in the language as best I can because I don't speak Sicilian, but it's close enough to Italian. This proverb, which is "Falla come vuoi, sempre cacuzza è," which which roughly translates to "Prepare it how you want." A squash is what it is. In other words, you can dress up a squash or you can season a squash however you want, but ultimately you're going to be eating squash, which I thought was such a fun, fun expression. Mm-hmm. And now it's one of my favorite. That and, of course, not my circus, not my monkeys, right. which is a Polish uh, proverb, also one of my favorites. They say it's a Polish proverb. I don't know any Polish people who, who know it, but. Have you asked Pol- Have you taken a poll of Polish people who say that proverb? Poll the polls? No, I haven't. Well, um, my favorite, which we, I think we did say last time, was "Kikamina koni zopi." Yes, impara. Impara zopikara. Zopikare. Zopikare. He who walks or it, they, they who hang out with the limpers, well, they develop who, a limp. They who walk with limpers learn to limp. <laughs> Isn't limper a type of like barnacle? Not that I. Oh, uh, limpet is a, a limpet. Yeah, yeah, is a, is a. Is what if you walk? What if you hang out with limpets? You learn. You to become l- a barnacle. <laughs> you become a barnacle. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for today's episode, Amanda. Thank you. That went really quick for me. It started off with a squall, and ended with a proverb. The way I like to start and end all our episodes. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, give us a five-star review on whatever app you listen with. Hopefully you're asleep right now. Hopefully you're asleep. But if you should happen to listen to this to the end, I should I should really say it at the top of the show. Yeah. You're right. I'll, I'll do that. But if you are and you enjoy this program, please give us a five-star review. It really helps us. And we are working towards making our show as perfect as possible. And your five-star reviews go a long way for us. Thank you if you've given us one. And hopefully you enjoy our show enough to give us one. And until next time, on behalf of me and Amanda, I hope you were able to listen and sleep.